Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Dean Rogers Show. Today, I got another episode of Deals with Dean. Today, we're gonna talk about a seller that tried to scam us, but thankfully, I did one thing that helped us not lose a bunch of money. You're not gonna wanna miss this. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome to the Dean Rogers Show, where we talk about real deals that we're doing and bring on awesome guests to talk about how they're finding success in their business to inspire and motivate you. Don't forget to like and subscribe. All right, see you on the show. All right, so this seller called us from one of our TV ads and it was not a usual type of lead that says they want to sell their house. They actually wanted to get a loan. So they called us asking if we could take their free and clear property. They had no mortgages, no liens and give them a loan and basically place a lien on their property. Now, part of me was interested in that because they said they needed some money short term to buy another house and wanted to use their equity in the current house to buy another one, and they would pay us back in 30 days. Now, we thought to ourselves, that, that can't be too bad. Let's think of what makes sense. What are we willing to do to give a loan? And then quickly I thought, well, wait a second. I don't wanna be loaning this person I don't know money. Why don't we buy the house, since it's free and clear, and give them the option to buy it back? If they're gonna be able to pay us back, from a loan, then they should be able to buy back the house. So we made that quick shift and said, well, we'll go ahead and buy your house and give you the option to buy back the house. So the terms on that, where we would allow them to buy back the house in 60 days for $20,000. They bought it back within 60 days, they would pay us an additional 20,000 for making that loan. Sounded pretty fair and a good deal for us. So now what happens after that? If it was between 60 and 90 days, we made an agreement that they would pay us back 30,000. So they have incentive, incentivized reasons to make that payment back. Now, after 90 days, if they didn't pay us back, we would be able to remove the option for them to buy it. Now, the tricky thing about this that got me thinking a little bit was, the actual option to buy this property was a lien placed against the property. So we can own this property, but it, an actual lien was gonna be placed against the property. So that started to make me nervous as we were getting close to closing. And I had this gut feeling and I started to think, I better listen to this gut feeling. When I've had gut feelings in the past, I've ignored it and it's always hurt me bad. So I better listen to this one and thank God that I did. Because, you know, what, what, what happens if the seller gets hit by a bus? What happens if the seller, you know, leaves town and ghosts us and, and doesn't, just goes MIA? What can we do to actually sell this property if it's got this lien on it? Well, I thought to myself, I'm not going to wait around and wonder. I'm going to call escrow right now. So I called Dana Bustamante at Placer Title, my favorite escrow officer, and I asked her, what can we do about this? Can we have the seller sign beforehand, sign and notarize a release of this lien 
that you hold it escrow so that if that 90 days pass, we can go ahead and record that release of the lien. And they said, that's no problem. So immediately I felt way more comfortable about doing this deal. We gave the green light. We bought this house using a line of credit that we have at a local bank. And we have a, a credit line of $250,000 with them. We happen to buy this property for $160,000. So we bought this property and we started the process. We kind of sat back and the seller was still having good communication with us. And we thought, all right, things are moving according to plan. Now, if I remember back what some conversations were like while we were negotiating the deal in an escrow, it should have set off some alarms that this seller was a little different. They were a little squirrely. They were, you know, something was off. Uh, they started making weird comments and statements that they were, you know, best friends with our escrow officer, uh, which was hilarious because our escrow officer didn't know the person, but, you know, was almost embarrassed like, well, yeah, I guess we might know each other and said something along the lines of Michael Jordan, the basketball player, greatest of all time, was related to her. And so there were some things that should have made us think twice about this person and maybe look into it a little bit more. But we still moved forward. We still felt comfortable in the deal and felt like, all right, this, this is going to work out. So 30 days go by and she's having still good communication, needs more time going through the process of buying this other house. And then 60 days come around, eh, it's starting to get a little harder to get a hold of her. 90 days go by, completely ghosted. MIA, no contact, emails, texts, calls, escrow trying to make contact with her, driving by the house, knocking on the door, a uh, little strategy that my business partner tried, which was funny, is he put a stick leaned up against the door. Now that's a good little uh, pro tip for you. If you're trying to see if someone is actually living at the house, do something that only you would probably know and and put it in like a doorway or a common way that they're coming in and out of the house. And if something is moved, well then chances are there is somebody living at the house. So my partner put the stick against the door and what do you know? The stick still stays there. Nothing happens. So we're thinking to ourselves, oh my gosh, is this person left town? You know, did this person pass away? What happened? So we actually call the local uh, police officers and we have them do what's called a welfare check. Now a welfare check is when the police go by the property to check and see if there has been something that's happened. Somebody's passed away, there's been a crime, someone's broken in, something that stands out about the property and check on the well-being of that person. So we do the welfare check. The police calls us and lets us know, in fact, somebody is living there and they do have knowledge about this person committing fraud. I mean... Oh my gosh, <laughs> this would have been good information to know. This person has a history of committing fraud. And of course, all of the, the moments of clarity had come together at that point in time that this person made no mistake had actually done this 
probably intentionally. Maybe there was a few screws loose, I'm not sure, but they did this intentionally. Now, the one saving grace we had was that one gut feeling idea that I had. Thank the Lord Jesus that I actually had the, the intuition and took action because I'm telling you right now, in the past, I have ignored gut feelings. This is the one that I'm proud of because it probably saved us from a lot of pain and struggle. So, so thankful for that. Because the fact we had that notarized and signed release of the lien in place, I immediately called escrow, said, record that, get that filed because they they go they they pulled a, they pulled a quick one on us. It had to have been a scam, and that that instantly turned into you know uh, quick and easy gossip at escrow that was was fun to talk about. Now we had that, and that was our saving grace. Now the good news was we didn't have to go through your normal eviction process when you have a tenant in place. In California, it's tough. The eviction process is rigorous, it's lengthy, and expensive. If it is a seller, somebody who sold you their house, who is refusing to leave, it's a much quicker process that you do not have to actually go through You know the, the time and the expenses to go through that eviction. The sheriff lockout can be scheduled within a matter of weeks, or let's just call it a month, much, much quicker. So we were able to get that scheduled and the sheriffs, of course, then go post a notice that they're gonna be coming, there's a date assigned, and what do you know, days before the official sheriff lockout, we get a call from the seller and she's you know coming to us asking, um, can she have more time she, she needs help moving her stuff out. She's, she's on her way out, et cetera. And you know, we kind of just asked her what happened. And I don't remember exactly what the reason or story or answer was to that. But nonetheless, she had called her kids and asked them for help to move out. And they were completely blindsided. They had no idea any of this was going on. And um, it was all a surprise to all of us. So lo and behold, she moves out, we get access to the property. Now, I told that story pretty quick, but this took over a year from when we bought it to when we sold it. So we didn't get access to this property until about 10 months into owning it. I mean, think about sitting on a property, being unsure when you thought you were gonna own it for less than 90 days and be in and out. Thankfully, the market during this time was doing nothing but going up. So that was the one thing uh, in addition to the release of lien that helped us and saved us on this deal. We were thinking we'd maybe make $30,000 if everything went perfect, whether it was her buying it back or we put it on the market. We felt safe and comfortable with this deal. Now, what? how did this deal turn out? We, we ended up selling it within 14 months. We flipped it, remodeled, made the house beautiful, and we got it sold. Now, on this property, we ended up making $74,880.52. So this was a great slam dunk deal, one that's definitely one to be proud of. 
Uh, it was a nail biter for quite some time there. And thankfully the market carried us up and we did not get caught and stuck in this deal because of some of the things we did. So this was a fun, exciting thriller, lots of gossip, lots of drama involved, but thankfully we were able to navigate it because of some smart decisions we made that uh, kept us from losing a lot of money. So I hope this was a fun story for you guys. Until next time, peace.